new chapters in relationships are exciting and they're also vulnerable. And vulnerability can kick up old karmic dust. Karmic dust of our old wounds, ancestral patterns, past life histories, and social conditioning. But when we've already done the great inner work to understand and heal these patterns, when the old pops up as we step into the new, it's an opportunity to trust ourselves just a little bit more. I'm Marcy Moberg, and this is Tune In with Marcy, a podcast devoted to exploring what it means to reconnect to our intuitive nature. Hello, and welcome to Tune In with Marcy. I'm your host, intuitive coach and healer, Marcy Moberg, and I'm really happy to have you here today. We are wrapping up 2020, if you're listening to this in real time, which is kind of crazy to believe. And what a roller coaster of year it has been for me personally and for all of us collectively. Um, Last week, I wasn't expecting not to release an episode, but that's what ended up happening I kind of feel like I went through a microcosm of 2020 in a whole week (laughs) Um, in my own life because my dad had to have emergency surgery and he was in surgery for five hours and it was quite an intense procedure and there was concern about him having cancer and gratefully he does not have cancer, which is great news. But it was quite an emotional week, to say the least. And one thing that I'm really passionate about that I teach my clients and my students, and I also try my best to talk about here on this podcast, is really honoring ourselves. And, you know, this is something that I have had to learn how to walk my own path on in relationship to having a business and having an online business because the online business world in essence uh, never really kind of turns off and I don't really think that's human (laughs) because we all have to have these ebbs and flows and I'm you know I've learned over the years how I can you know, start to plan for those ebbs and flows so that my business keeps going even when I'm kind of flowing into rest. And so I do that. And at the same time, sometimes I also just allow the business to have a public rest while I'm resting. And I find that to be important because I really want to model, uh, you know, what I teach and practice in essence, because I do practice that in my own life. I take rest when I really need it and rejuvenation and kind of step away in times when it's need to, it's needed to step away. And I also reflect that in my public persona because I, I know from myself when I have watched, uh, different people who I admire and look up to, And when I don't really kind of see them skipping a beat, they kind of feel like not human. And 
Um, and the few people that I, you know, follow that are public figures that I really resonate with are the ones that allow themselves to rest and, and sometimes do so publicly about that. So, yeah, so I decided that I was just going to not release the episode last week and, uh, and focus on this week and give myself rest and, and be an example of that. So I'm really grateful to you, uh, sticking around and, uh, continuing to listen. If you're a new listener, welcome. And I hope that you find comfort in those moments when I step away and rest, whether it's taking a social media break or whether it's like the break I took between seasons of the podcast or if there's a break in episodes. And I hope that you take that as a nod to honor your own inner cycles of rest and rejuvenation and not require yourself to be on all the time and really just to you know, heal those perfectionist tendencies that so many of us have. Um, so if all that resonates with you, then keep sticking around and um, celebrate with me those moments when they happen. So I wanted to talk a little bit about on this week's episode, what I think 2020 is partially about, and it's related to the theme of this episode, which is closing the psychic doors of the past to start a new chapter. And specifically, I'm going to be linking this theme a lot to relationships since that's really what I've been focused on in the last couple episodes. I kind of like to sit myself down, (laughs) kind of energetically and on a soul level in certain areas of life and kind of hang out there in them for a while with you before moving on to another kind of piece of the pie of life. So that's where we've been hanging out. And when I think about 2020, I really see it as I've seen it for myself and I've seen it for my clients, my friends, my students, that it's really this call to get clear about our priorities and, and what's blocking us from them. So getting clear about your own personal priorities and what's blocking you from honoring them. And this year has really been a shift for me. That's I think been a a culmination of like in the making, it's been this like slow turning shift inside of me over several years that feels somehow like 2020 brought the hmm, fullness or ripeness of that, we could say, of that churning. And that is that, you know, a younger part of me really was focused on achievements and goals as like my top priorities. And I saw relationships, including my relationship to myself, as supporting those goals and achievements. So it was very, very goal and achievement driven. And sometimes that meant that I was driven in my goals and my achievements at the expense of my relationships. So at the expense of my relationship to myself, sometimes at the expense of my relationship with uh, loved ones or friends, things like that. So it's like my goals and my achievements always came first. And I really like located my identity in those goals and achievements. And over this like slow churning shift of doing lots and lots of 
inner work around really um, repairing my relationship with myself over the years and therefore repairing my relationship with others and, and learning how to be in relationship with others in a way that's fully embodied and healthy and in my personal power and honoring my needs and their needs. And woof, this has been like a long journey. But somehow like the culmination of all that really hard work over the last, I don't even know how many years, um, it feels like a flip happened in 2020. And I've seen, you know, like a lot of people shift in their relationship to themselves and their relationships if they've taken the invitation. Some some people have resisted the invitations of 2020 and it's just been like a brutal, really hard year because I really think 2020 is like shaking us up to get us clear about our priorities and, and really like looking at, okay, what... What's blocking you? What baggage are you holding on to? Where do you really need to soften more in your heart to receive the love you really desire? Where do you need to hold yourself even more tenderly, like the younger parts of yourself, even more tenderly in the moments when you really don't want to? So in that whole journey, it's like, it's like things got reoriented inside of myself and I've seen that happen for others. And one of the things that got really reoriented is this final kind of like click in place after a lot of years of inner work um, is that my relationships are no longer supporting. I see them as really central and I don't really know how to explain it any other way than that because this shift is really like a it's not a mental shift. It's really like a body felt shift for me. And it's quite profound. It is really, really quite profound. It kind of feels like this long culmination of growing up um, a part of myself, parts of myself, like really, yeah, really like growing up lots and lots of years of learning how to mother myself and care for younger parts of myself and So that whole culmination created this like shift inside of me where now I see my goals and achievements as actually supporting relationships at the center and relationships, meaning relationship with myself, with my loved ones, with my spirit team, like my ancestors, my spirit guides, the the helping spirits that help me and uh, the nature spirits all around me that I connect with and that guide me, um, that I'm a part of in this life. So that shift, all in all to be said, um, has had me thinking a lot about new chapters because I really feel like 2020 is, has ushered me into like, I'm, I'm, I'm moving into and stepping into like a really big, new chapter in my life that's really exciting and every single time I'm always at a new chapter there is this thing that happens and I see it happen in my client work too and I've talked about it a lot with with clients and students over the years but there's this thing that happens where our past parts of our past psychic doors we feel like we've closed kind of like come back up and they seek attention and they can be very easy to get lost in 
and take us away from our focus on the new chapter and a new way of being and a new way of relating to ourselves or others. So that's really kind of the, the spark for this episode, which is the sense that really to start a new chapter, we have to close out old psychic doors. Now, I want to ask you a question, and it'll probably become clearer maybe what some of your answer is as I go through this episode, but what psychic doors haven't you closed or are coming up for resolution? If you feel like you're at a new chapter and maybe it's a new chapter in relationship with yourself, maybe it's a new chapter in relationship with your partner, maybe both of those things are linked together, that often tends to happen. Maybe it's a new understanding of yourself. What psychic doors haven't you closed or are coming back up for resolution? Here's the thing. Until we really learn a lesson or hmm, until we really learn a lesson or we really affirm the, the, the new chapter we're stepping into, the past keeps popping up in the present. So sometimes the past pops up in the present because we haven't really created a sense of completion. But sometimes it pops up for other reasons as well, um, which are more about actually affirming the new chapter and not getting lost in the past. So sometimes when we step into this next chapter of our life, people and situations from our past pop up for the opportunity to close the psychic door one more time and reaffirm what our new chapter is about. And I see this, I see it come up, you know, in a lot of different realms of life for people. It can be work, etc. But honestly, the, the place where I see this come up the most is in the realm of relationships. So for example, that looks like maybe with in relationship with exes and people from your past, that can look like exes always popping into your mind all of a sudden. That can feel like a situation with an ex. It, or, or someone related to your past is kind of popping up and haunting you. It can feel like, look like a person from your past that was at the center of really unhealthy dynamics, suddenly texting you, calling you, messaging you on social media. In relationship with your current partner, that could look like finding yourself in an old fight or trigger that the two of you have definitely outgrown at the and and you're kind of like, That happens a lot when you're at this important like threshold stage of an important change, an important new chapter, like deepening your emotional intimacy, like moving in together, like getting married, like having kids. In those moments, you can find that suddenly like an old fight is happening and you're like, oh, this is interesting. I haven't, we haven't had this fight in a while or an old trigger. Um, And sometimes it's related to the earlier thing I mentioned, like an old person from the past kind of circling back around. And sometimes it's more like related to either one of us or both of us in a partnership kind of moving into a more regressed old state, kind of like us kind of bringing up a a reliving, re-embodying a ghost from the past. In relationship with yourself, that can look like leaky inner boundaries with yourself, spinning in old stories, assumptions, and expectations that you've worked on and outgrown. So these are kind of, these are some of the patterns. These are some of the examples of where these psychic doors are reopening 
or where these psychic doors need closing as you're kind of stepping into a new chapter of your life. And this is essential. And I'm talking about it in a psychic doors way because it does have energy with it. It does carry energy. And in order for us to move into a new chapter, we really need to fully energetically be, embody, show up as that new energy that we're being invited to step into or we feel inspired to step into. And so if we're kind of, how would I explain this? It's like, if you think of your kind of your energetic space, let's say, talk about it in kind of an org field, right? So let's imagine that you have this beautiful, like, um, central like globe of light. You have this beautiful, uh, bubble around you that is your org field. And you have this org field around you and, um, and it's almost like it's changed like tone, color. It's like, there's a new filter. Like, okay, think about like, the social media. Like somebody put a new filter on it and the new filter on it is really like the vibration, the energetic, um, tone that's needed for the new chapter. So, um, let's just use fun, <laughs> fun filters. Like, let's say that, you know, uh, to this new chapter of your life with your relationship with your partner, relationship with yourself, that the filter that's needed is like this sparkly filter. Okay. Like it's fun. It's sparkly. It's, <laughs> there's like glitter on it. Okay. But you're kind of still sometimes slipping back to the old chapter, the old kind of, uh, energetic sense or something from your old energetic past is coming up, could be your own thought patterns, your behavior, someone literally popping up, etc. That's kind of like, oh, suddenly this other filter that you thought was kind of cool, like let's say a really dramatic filter that has like different uh, shadow perspectives on it and I don't know, made the light and the dark very contrasting. Um, it's kind of like you're kind of flipping between those filters. This is the best way I can describe it. And what we want to do is we actually want to like close out that old filter and be like, no, let's, let's keep on the sparkly filter. And you can replace this, the language with whatever is good for you. But I'm just using this example in a sense of it's literally like you want to tend to your energetic space and tend to that through also the, the way you're showing up. Uh, the way you're directing your mind, the way you're focusing your attention with your thoughts, etc. You want to tend to those things so that the energetic alignment is in is is set to be with the filter of this new chapter, so that the past doesn't kind of drag you into the past. Would you like to be a part of my inner circle, get the opportunity to know me a little bit more and for me to get to know you? How about an opportunity to take what you learn on the podcast and translate it even more practically into your everyday life? Well, if any of that sounds good, I would really like for you to hop on over to my website, www.marcymoberg.com and sign up for my newsletter. I send out regular emails to my newsletter, which is really my inner circle. That's the best way to stay in touch with what I'm up to. And I send out newsletter only practices uh, whenever I have a new podcast episode, which is an opportunity to really take 
that week's theme and that week's episode and translate it into your own life. Super easy. You just head on over to my website and you'll find a pop-up window and a link there to be able to join. I can't wait to get to know you better and for you to join my inner circle. New chapters are exciting. They're also vulnerable and vulnerability can really kick up old karmic dust. When I'm talking about karmic dust, I'm talking about our old wounds, our ancestral patterns, past life histories, and social conditioning. But when we've already done the really great shadow work, the inner work to understand and heal these patterns, then when this old past energy pops up as we step into the new chapter, it's an opportunity to trust ourselves a little bit more to sure up our healthy boundaries within ourselves and with our partners to create a sacred pocket of protection. So we're really kind of tenderly holding ourselves uh, together in this new chapter that we're entering into and to allow the goodness of the new chapter to come in rather than the fear that naturally can creep in and pull in the baggage of our past with it. I'm not suggesting that old triggers and patterns shouldn't come up at important thresholds when we are starting new chapters in our relationships and in, in our life. That is expected. Like that, that happens. Instead, I'm suggesting actually to expect that the past will pop up rather than um, understanding them as a sign that you haven't healed, you haven't grown and you're back in the same place that you are in the past. Because, I mean, honestly, that's kind of where we most of us go if we're not mindful of it. It's like when the past kind of pops up as we're entering into a new chapter, as we're stepping over the threshold, we're like, oh, wait, I'm not ready for this. Oh, wait, I'm not uh, prepared for this next chapter. Oh, wait, I haven't grown as much as I thought. Oh, wait, I actually haven't healed. But if you have done all of this inner work, don't fall into that story. Now, if you find yourself kind of entering into a new chapter and there's a whole bunch of old stuff that's popping up and you've done no reflection on it, you haven't uh, explored it, you haven't uncovered it, you don't understand the roots of it. Okay, we're in a different, that's a different story. That is really coming up for you to resolve it. But if you're the kind of person where you have done work to resolve some of those pieces and it's still popping up, then don't fall into this uh, kind of self-deprecating, detrusting kind of spell inside of yourself that kind of karmic stuff can bring up sometimes for us, especially sensitive people, where we can fall into that trap of, oh no, nothing's changed. Oh no, I haven't healed. Oh no, I haven't grown at all. And you can kind of erase uh, all of the beautiful steps you've taken. Yeah, don't do that, please. (laughs) Instead... I want to encourage you to recognize that actually you are not in the same place as you have been in the past, even though the spell of that may feel like it, even though the energetics of it can feel really attractive, really familiar, um, kind of like comfortable and uncomfortable. That's the familiarity of it, right? So even though you can, it can feel like that. If you've done actual work on it, you've actually done some resolution work around the the past, around the pattern, you've done some work to kind of close out some pieces that weren't supportive for you, 
then recognize that you're not in the same place. Just because the past is coming up doesn't mean you're at the same place. You're not the same person. And how, and, and instead recognize how you and your partner have changed. Recognize and take some time. Sometimes it can be helpful really to journal that. It's so easy for us. So many of us are really hard on ourselves. Um, really sensitive people and empaths, we tend to have this this ability to be so self-critical and have these really, really high expectations for ourselves and for other people in our life. I know that that's something that has been a continuous journey for me. So instead, I want to encourage you to really think about, okay, how have you changed? How has your partner changed? And what evidence can you take from that to recognize that, okay, you're in this new chapter and you're ready to do this new chapter? And instead, affirm your new priorities in this new chapter of life together. So if you are moving in together, affirm what, is, what are those new, new priorities that are orienting you towards that move. If you're deepening your emotional intimacy and commitment connection together, affirm what those new priorities are that led you to make that decision. If you are deciding to make your um, commitment together more formal through something like a marriage, etc., right? Affirm your new priorities in this new chapter of life together. And, 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 <laughs> if the past is still sticky, because sometimes it is, sometimes you can do those things and you're like, oh, it's still sticky, it's still sticking to me. Do some rituals to close the psychic doors. Do some ritual work. This is why I love ritual work because we are spirit beings. And so when we do this human plane existence thing of, you know, exploring our patterns and healing things and having certain conversations, etc., then sometimes we need to align the psychic and spirit realm to catch up with where we are in the material realm. And then sometimes it's vice versa, right? So sometimes you have, um, you have a new sense on a spirit realm and you need to translate it into the human realm of like, you, you, you recognize on a spirit realm, like, okay, I need to, I'm ready to step into this new chapter. And then the human realm is like, okay, I need to translate that into, well, what new behaviors does that mean? What, what do I look, what does that look like when I show up in my partnership? What does it look like when I show up in my relationship to myself? How is that different, right? Ritual is really great for aligning those two spheres of life. So if you've done these other pieces where you say, oh yeah, we're not in the same place as the past. Oh yeah, I've changed my partner's changed. Oh yeah, we have these new priorities that are affirming us, but still there's like, there's some sticky energy. That's okay. Then do some rituals to close the psychic doors of the past that are trying to reopen. And honestly, a lot of times it can be this like self-sabotaging pattern that comes in for us um, to try to reopen uh, doors from our past because moving forward into new chapters brings uncertainty and that can be scary. So re, kind of ritualistically, some examples, there's, there's a lot of ways you could do this. Uh, and I do a lot of ritual design work with my clients in my one-on-one work. So some of how this can look is deleting an ex's contact information from your phone and completing a cord cutting. That could be like one example. Another one could be writing a list of old beliefs that are popping up for you in the present that you know, like, hey, I've outgrown this. I've outgrown this story. I've outgrown these beliefs. So you could write them down and you could burn them in a fire ritual. Or 
sometimes even just simply reinforcing your personal psychic space. So that like, like auric bub- bubble that I was talking about before, really clearing it, tending it, tending your auric boundaries can be uh, enough to kind of go, oh, okay, I feel I, like something shifted and I feel more aligned now. So when our past comes to haunt us as we enter a new chapter of our life and our relationships, and we've done the deep inner healing work to understand and shift this past, it's actually an opportunity to dance in, embody, and celebrate the new chapter we are entering into even more, not instead to get stuck in the hurricane of past feelings, beliefs, and patterns that can feel easier to lean into than the vulnerability of uncertainty that new brings. Because that's really what we're talking about. We're talking about the fact that a lot of times how we get kind of swept up by these patterns in the past is because it's very vulnerable to step into a new chapter. And it's new, right? Anything new is like, well, we don't really fully know how it's going to go. And if you've lived on, on earth long enough, you know that how you think things are going to go is usually different than how they go. <laughs> so that brings up that vulnerability. Instead, I want to invite you to move forward when you enter new chapters in your life with yourself and with your partner. Expect, like just expect that the past will pop up. I I really kind of set that as my expectation. It doesn't mean that, for example, it doesn't mean that when I'm entering a new chapter and the past pops up, that I'm not like super annoyed sometimes or frustrated, or I have these temporary moments where I may get kind of like lost in it. I'm human and that happens, right? But I actually do expect that to happen. And so when it happens, it's not so scary and it's not so, I don't, as easily fall into the story of, oh no, here we are again. I might do that for a tiny bit, but I won't do it for too long because I'll go, oh yeah, I remember the last time I stepped into a new chapter and the past popped up then too. I mean, for me, it's literally like clockwork. It happens all the time. (laughs) Every time I enter in a new chapter, like something from the past kind of comes up um, that I've already done work on. And it's just this recognition to reaffirm for myself let me trust myself. Let me trust my, let me trust life. Let me trust my guides. Let me trust that this new chapter is exactly, it is what I'm stepping into. I'm not going back into the past. So expect the past to pop up and it won't be so scary. And rather than thinking like, oh shit, here we are again, just maybe instead, maybe you'll have a little bit of that. And then after you get past that and you'll remember, you'll like hear my little voice in your head going, Hey, remember it's different this time. You'll instead maybe thank the universe for an opportunity just to show you how much actually you are ready for the next chapter of your life and to recognize that the, the fear and the fear of uncertainty is just an, it's just natural. And the past comes up just as like this natural cycle, almost like a natural cycle of initiation. That's kind of how I want to talk about it. It is this natural cycle of initiation that initiates you into the next chapter. So instead of falling back, kind of moving backwards and getting lost in the past, see it as as energetic opportunity to initiate yourself into the next chapter of your life, to trust yourself despite the fear, to trust your partner despite the, the fear, to not get lost in the big feelings 
even though they feel really big. And instead, to set your inner compass on the priorities that are new for you, the new chapter that you're stepping into, and who you need to be as you continue to embody that next chapter of your life. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Uh, It's an important theme that I think so many of us walk through and so many of us have walked through in 2020 because 2020 has really been such an initiation year, so much letting go of plans and expectations and things kind of feeling topsy-turvy and shaking us up to get the opportunity to really explore what are our true priorities and where do we really want our relationship with ourselves and our partners and loved ones in our lives to go. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to hop on over to uh, Apple Podcasts and give me a five-star review if that feels good. And I always love to hear from my listeners. So if you've listened to this episode and you've loved it, please tag me on Instagram. I'm at Marcy Moberg, M-A-R-C-I-M-O-B-E-R-G's and George. Um, And let me know what you thought. Can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, remember being you takes courage. Thank you so much for tuning in today with me on my podcast, Tune In with Marcy. I hope you loved this episode and it enriches you as much as it has for me to create it. If you enjoyed the podcast, I would be so grateful for you to hop on over to Apple Podcasts, share your rating, and leave a review. Ideally, five stars. That way, more people can find this podcast, which would be wonderful. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. And you can always learn more about me and my work at my website, www.marcymoberg.com. That's my first and last name.com. Until next time, remember, being you takes courage. Lots of love. Thank you.